there's a lot of noise in the system at the moment uh, about closed grades being encouraged to move into the FNS scheme. Uh, and with me to discuss uh, this this situation and to nail a few myths that are flying around uh, are POA Deputy General Secretary Joe Simpson, POA Assistant General Secretary Andy Baxter, and POA NEC member Sarah Rigby. Joe, what's the, the biggest myth that we need to nail when it comes to people in closed grades transferring to FNS? I don't think it's a myth. I think it's trust. They just don't trust the employer um, when they come along. There's a lot of things. They think the the pension's going to change. They think they're going to be ripped off. And for me, the employer has been too slow in coming forward with their own myth busters. After all, it is their their pay system, which we as a national executive committee have have told them they need to sort out because the letters will be coming out soon for our members who are going to go from the close grade over into FNS if they want to go there. So I, I think some of them think they're going to lose pay, they're going to lose pension, and it, it it's not that. It's the employer being too slow in informing them what's going to happen if they do go over. All right. So to be absolutely clear, going into FNS is not detrimental to your pension. No. Surely anything that increases pension will pay, such as opting into FNS, will actually enhance the contributions that members are making to their pensions through their pay. It it will do, especially those members who are in a who are still in a final salary who who've still got a classic or a premium pension. The only thing with a classic is, uh, which is coming out now, is the two percent that they get for being a uniform member of staff. We're right in the middle of trying to find out where that money is. I.e., was it built in FNS, or have they forgotten about it? If they've forgotten about it, then as far as we're concerned, we need that money back, and it should be paid. But anything that's going to increase your wage is going to increase your pension. So there's a myth that the unsocial hours allowance paid within FNS is non-pensionable, but that is not the case. Yeah, it, it is pensionable. What's pensionable is the up to the 39 hours. Then if members of FNS, which they can, they can opt into the 41 hours. It's those two hours that is non-pensionable, yeah. Right. Okay. Sarah, what do you think the impact is of opting into uh, FNS? I mean, people are, I hear talk that people opting in have to do an annual fitness test, for example. No, that's not true. I'm actually on FNS myself. Um, I signed in about six years ago, I think it was now. I have to do the annual fitness test anyway because I joined in 2001. So anybody that's joined 2001 onwards does have to do the fitness test, but that's not linked to signing into FNS conditions at all. I think from from my point of view, uh, there's been some criticism levelled at the NEC that we're trying to convince people to opt into FNS. That's absolutely not what we're trying to do, but we do want to make sure that people are making informed decisions based on fact, not based on some of the things that we've seen published on social media by people who, quite frankly, don't know what they're talking about. It's really important that people are making informed decisions, and if they don't know the answers to questions, Ask people, there's HRPMs, there's HRBPs, line management, there's there's us, there's the POA. So ask the questions, get the correct answer and make sure that you make the right decision based on fact. 
And, and in fact, kind of history shows us that some fears have just simply been unfounded. Like, for example, the CM rank that was created under, under FNS has progressed with, with relatively few problems. That's correct. Yeah. At the point that FNS was introduced, CMs had to accept FNS terms and conditions. And, you know, people just need to stop and think and take a step back. If all of these issues that people are hearing about and these rumours and myths were true, you know, the CMs that have been in post for, for that length of time would definitely have raised these issues and concerns by now. Andy, what what can we make of assurances given by the employer that no one's ever been forced into FNS? Do these assurances stack up? Over the years, we've never seen anyone forced into FNS. FNS came around and it provided pay protection for closed grades. And yet the employer stood true to their their promise that closed grades would receive peer protection. The the union's message has always been, don't opt into FNS until it's financially viable. Well, this is the year where it becomes financially viable for our band threes to opt in. So people are saying we've changed our position. We haven't changed our position. Our message, our message has been solid all the way through. If it's financially viable, opt in. So this year for man threes, it's financially viable. So they need to really look at it. If they opt in this year, they're going to receive a £1,383 uplift on pay. That's simply for opting in this year. But this position where FNS has caught up with the closed grades, as it were, this has happened more quickly than perhaps some people thought it would. Yeah, it was it was always the ambition that FNS would catch up with closed grades. People are a little bit short-sighted. They need to cast their minds back to 2012, where myself included, where we voted FNS in. As as a union, we voted for FNS, and we we knew that we were being given lifelong peer protection, whilst the the newer, younger members of staff coming in, new, younger in service, come in, and that they would catch up with us. And that, that's happened. I mean, it was anticipated that it would take 15 to 20 years to get to this position. But in reality, it's, it's taken 11 years. There is there is a slight warning that needs to be issued, isn't there, about closed-grade individuals who no longer deliver unsociable hours. If people are in that position, what should they do? Take advice. There'll always be people out in the field that, you know, little square pegs that don't quite fit in the uh, in the round hole. So if, you, if you're a closed grade operational member of staff, for whatever reason, you find yourself delivering a role that doesn't do any unsociable hours, before you think about opting in, please take advice from your local committee. If the local committee can't answer the question, seek advice from your NEC area rep. There might be the odd exception to the rule on uh, staff who are on existing long-term allowances. But basically, if you get a letter offering you the chance to opt in, then it is financially beneficial. If you don't get a letter, it's probably because it's more beneficial for you to stay on your closed grade terms. Thank you. The option to reduce to a 37 hour week has impact on pay and pension calculations, doesn't it, Andy? It does. It does. The majority of people that come over from closed grade will be offered the additional two hours additional contract hours pensionable ACHP and what that does is it puts them it, it puts them in the same position they would have been in. I think Joe said earlier on if they opt in and they want to work more than 39 hours that the the hours above 39 are not pensionable but the the ACHP was put in place to protect their position so that they didn't lose out through opting in. And now in terms of timescales Sarah mentioned that 
people will start receiving letters if it's financially appropriate for them to seriously look at transferring across to, to FNS. When will these letters start dropping on doormats? We're told September, but obviously that's just what the employer are telling us. Uh, in an ideal world, we would have liked all this to have happened a lot more quickly, particularly with staff receiving their back pay as well. You know, in terms of a cost of living crisis, to make staff wait sort of another two months for the pay rise that they were due to get in April is, to be honest, pretty appalling. Andy, any final thoughts? Don't read the social media opinions. Go and speak to people who've got the experience. Go and speak to people who've been in been in FNS since 2012. There is a lot of noise on social media, and and a lot of it is it 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 doesn't have any sort of foundations in re, in reality. So please go and speak to people who've experienced FNS. Part timers have got to think particularly carefully about this situation, haven't they? They have because it'll have implications with a pension. As a partially retired member of staff, let's put it that way. They draw the pension and they work reduced hours. What it, what it was supposed to do or what it's supposed to do is to get them ready for full retirement. However, because of the wage going up and the hours that they work or they can't earn with their pension and part-time wage, more money than the rank that they were in. So if it goes above that wage, the pension is abated. So they lose that. They never get, they'll never see it again. It's not put somewhere else. So they need to seriously look at that. But they also need to go to the employer and ask if they can reduce their hours by another two or another three or whatever, which would then stop the abatement. So in conclusion then, Joe, although the employer's behaviour leaves much to be desired, nevertheless, this is a fundamentally good news message and good news opportunity for many members in closed grades. It is because they're going to get a pay rise. Their closed pension is going to increase. Uh, and it, it is a win-win for them, but also for the union as well, because it ends the two-tier pay system. Because here we are now where we've got the band threes who are all paid exactly the same. Band fours, you know, without the uplifts in it and band fives. That makes it easier for us as a trade union to put in a pay submission because over the years they've been playing the band threes close grades against the band three FNS. Been doing that for the last 11 years. They can't do that now. But it now means that we can go forward and our our colleagues who were in, who were in the close grade have now got an opportunity to go over, increase the pay, increase the pension, so that can only be a good thing. Joe, Andy, Sarah, thank you very much indeed. And as ever, listeners, if you have any queries, speak to your local POA branch committee. And if they don't know the answer, you may end up speaking to your NEC area representative. <laughs>